Thank you for listening to Recyclables. I really appreciate it. If you want to support the program, the best way to do that is to like, subscribe, and share. Uh, the next best way is to make a donation either through the Acast app or at our Patreon, which is just patreon forward slash recyclables.com. Until next time, thank you. Hey, thank you for tuning in to another wonderful episode of Recyclables. We're doing a crossover with everything and nothing. Uh, I want to apologize up front for the audio. We had the air conditioner going because it's like a million degrees. And because of that, the audio is going to be a bit warped. Uh, I still think it was a pretty fun episode, and I hope you guys enjoy. And gals, and, and thous. I hope all the these and theys enjoy this. All right. Oh, should I have not talked? No, we're just gonna, we're just gonna roll. It. It's I'm fine. sorry. No, now you have to do something. Exactly. It was the last episode. It's fine. And welcome back to another fine episode of Everything and Nothing. I'm your host, Chris. This is my co-host, Charlie. I'm Charlie. How's it going? Fucking Charlie Bitwinger. Hi. Uh huh. Sure has. Sure has. Sure did. So you know, only times did you guess. bite a finger before that kid ruined it for you? I know. I was out there just biting random people's fingers for years. No one, and then he called me out. He made me a meme. <laughs> when you bit a kid, sorry, I got distracted. <laughs> Today's special guests are Rochelle Cody. Hi. <laughs> and Patrick Thomas Perkins. Hello. Uh, host of the Recyclables podcast, uh, News Dump. News Dump. Also a podcast. And technically, there is one episode of Talking Shit Spilling Pee that's, on the internet. That's right. And then there are two in the can that I've done nothing with because I don't count ours because it was a disaster. Oh, okay. It was just, we were super meandering. Like, we didn't talk about, it was just everywhere. You and me with 13 hours of tangents that right? I have saved in yeah, my computer exactly. were meandering. Shocker. Yeah. Shocker. Yeah. <laughs> How? Well, because I'll, I'll... We just let each other talk, and, like, almost any time we record, we're probably recording for, like, what, two hours like average? A, like, an hour episode, a 45-minute episode is, like, two hours for... for yeah, and we trim it up. And because some well, of it, he trims it up. I do none of that. And because some of it is like it's just this bullshit where I'm like, this doesn't like in recyclables. It's not going to matter that we had those conversations. So there's some of that. So yeah, he cuts them out. Mainly just anything I say. So all I of this it. is going into our podcast. It is. Oh no, I think it, it's interesting because it's a conversation about how we edit our podcast. There's, yeah. a, there's an awkward yeah. moment when I'll have like Dahlia on, and I'm like literally erasing my black trans friends' words from existence, uh, and I'm like. <laughs> A little uncomfortable. Put that in a separate file. Yeah. I mean, but it's also like, well, I'll, I'll have a false start maybe with what I'm saying. I'll go down the wrong path. We'll get so ADHD off the topic that like with recyclables, at least I'm trying to keep a narrative going. And with, right. and with the news dumps, we're trying to like let people have information. So us being like, I got literary tits in my face. Isn't, <laughs> isn't relevant to the story of Claudia well, I Jones. Think it's relevant, that is but... news. For yeah. sure. We we had an entire segment called Charlie Finds a Date. I mean <laughs> How'd it go? Ongoing. Oh, okay. Uh-oh.
Charlie's uh, rooting for you. I'm trying because uh, well, okay. So in the middle, I I just can't remember. Charlie, you're on the line with Doctor Pat. What's what's we did? Because Bo down. I was I was dating I was dating Bo for a while in the middle of that. So like I think we like stopped at the segment and then we did another couple of them. I was dating Bo. What's your 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 whatever? I don't know. Sorry, words. Your preference. Yeah. Oh, women. Oh, sis. You prefer uh, this woman? Prefer. Do you think you'd want to? Do you think you'd be willing to check out a trans lady? Yeah, I think yeah. Like, probably. I'll say it's pretty dope. Just gonna say, it's pretty dope. No regrets whatsoever. Okay. It was a fun experience. So, I, I, I think someone I slept with was, but didn't want to talk about it. But I didn't press it. But it, there was like a weird moment where like they. I think exactly what they said. She said was, "I'm gonna like go wash out my vagina," and like there was way more sink action than any shower action. And I was like, "I don't know that you're that maneuverable, but like I don't like like the way I am. I don't care." Like it wasn't. I was like, "Sweet, like sweet, one more thing to add to the checklist. Like another kind of person I've engaged with sexually." Chiching. So because of how they washed their vagina. That gave you an indication that they potentially maybe their vagina came out was my assumption. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. We're on right now. Okay. <laughs> and do you know how that surgery works? No. You got you got your hot dog right. Mm-hmm. Right. You got your hot dog. Mm-hmm. You cut the hot dog. Hot dog ways. Kind of open it up. Take all. I think you take the corpus callosum out, like the part that's going to get meaty and expand. Yeah. That part gets removed. Then. You invert that and put that inside. I thought there was like additional stuff that was put inside well, as well. So um, then obviously they're going to use like the head of your penis and stuff like that. That's going to be like your clit. And then they're going to use some of the extra skin to be labia, everything like that. Um, I think Karina was even implying that like they use some of your ball sack as part of the vagina. Okay. For so. some reason, I thought there was like but an no, element so of. There, so there is something. So. A prosthetic when, element. Yeah, yeah, there is a okay, prosthetic okay. element. So there is, it's called a dilator. And you just, you don't have to wear it all the time. It's in like, but you usually have to like do it every day or a certain amount of time. I, don't quote me. I don't know a lot of this, but yeah. I am curious about this stuff, obviously, because it's interesting. Um, but you have that dilator in there to make sure that that stays an indie instead of becoming an Audi. Okay. So maybe that's what was happening. But also she just might be really good again. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah. And it was like, it's one yeah. of those things where it's like, it's not really my business as long as she had a good time and right. she wanted to be there. Like every exactly. Every indication was she wanted to be there. So I definitely heard conversation that post surgery, a the vagina is almost indistinguishable. They look very. Yeah, I wouldn't. You really can't tell it apart. And like it's it's. Do you know how they do the penis? This is so cool. I learned this like I learned this a cop like three or four weeks ago. So um, they're gonna take either skin from your forearm or your leg to make the shaft, and then obviously they're gonna use like your clit and stuff like that to create the really sensey areas Mm -hmm. and things like that. Um, and then they do give you a ball sack and those balls have a function because you use one to inflate the naughty noodle, if you will. (laughs) And then the other ones to deflate it like those Nike shoes. Yeah. It's amazing. Granted, one of my friends was like, they they said it was hard for them not to imagine it because it's inflate like it being like the wavy arm thing out in the car. I I was picturing like fucking those shoes from the 80s and 90s. Hey, baby. Hey, baby. Yeah. It was free on YouTube. You know what what bugs me about anti trans 
trans people, anti-trans people is you that... You me about trans people? Well, no, I said anti-trans <laughs> I people, but it like... Blah, blah, blah. I'm teasing you. Is that like, that would, my dick doesn't work because of my back stuff. I've been pretty open about so that on stage. you're not a man. I'm not I'm a man. Lost I'm sorry. Man card. But more importantly, like, because of the advancements we've made because of trans needs, my penis will someday benefit, I'm sure. I'm sure I can go to a doctor and be like, hey, can we fix the nerve damage or can I get one of those cool balls? Yeah, like, can- exactly. <laughs> like, that's, I think, the most frustrating thing about all of these conversations around groups that you're not a part of and that you don't respect is that you refuse to acknowledge that not only do they like you don't, you don't acknowledge that they deserve those things. And then you don't even want to acknowledge that likely that, that will benefit you too. Like a rising tide raises all ships, but it doesn't work in economics because economics is garbage because money is real. It doesn't work in capitalism. When you're you're adequately allocating resources well and meeting the needs of everyone around you, all of us will benefit. It's almost like the thing that made us human and allowed us to evolve was our ability to care and take care of each other. Wild. I fucking hate everything. I've been Star Trek keeps trying to tell us. <laughs> yeah. I still have not watched an episode of Star Trek. I, I got I got a good series to recommend. Oh. I, I oh. Strange New World would be a good way yeah. to start. This new series that literally just started. What about Picard though? Nope. No. Second season was bad. Yeah, oh, I couldn't no. even finish it. it was like, oh, no. And I love like Patrick Patrick Stewart is one of the Patrick's you, you want to be when you're named Patrick. Really? You're like I want to be that one. I but I was I think I got to like the fourth a it's hard to tell how many episodes I watched because a lot of them were the same yeah and b there was like a lot of weird like in in don't drink gin and the juice well fuck I can't remember the the Marlin brothers have a movie that's a parody of boys in the hood Mm -hmm. where every time something happens like every time the 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 kind of message moment comes up somebody pops up and goes message and like (laughs) Stashuk Picard has all these points where they're like message (laughs) like like they're not actually saying it but it gets really obvious like there's a scene where they're like breaking from ice detention like character out but and it's just like ice bad there you go we agree Yep. No, no. See, we said it. We said it's a bad. Like, okay. They land in in uh, Paris or France or whatever. Then of course they have to go to LA to see how bad. And they can see that California is burning and like oh, you know, it's all this pollution. And, like I can't believe it. Like because they go to the past. And that's the extra yeah. confusing part is they go into Star Trek's version of. 20 whenever it is 2025 or whatever yeah, it's, and oh that Star- sounds bad well, is super close to ours until like 10 years ago when they have this thing called the bell riots where basically they uh imagine if you will you put all the poor people in just individual districts wall them up crowd them in oh that sounds and, really weird i yeah. don't think we've ever done that have and you- how have you heard of that as a thing? No. Okay, just think about that. I highly doubt there's like specific words for it. Uh, yeah. I, so some dude named Jerry's definitely at fault. Jerry something. <laughs> Seinfeld. Yeah. Damn I mean, sure. yes. What is the Maybe deal? not entirely, but he doesn't help with it. Yeah, he's got a few minor problems. Let's be honest, he's not oh. stopping gerrymandering. <laughs> but in Star Trek, they uh, they have these riots that basically. Uh, 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 fuck what's that word for they get universal basic needs at the end of these riots like in america or worldwide or something oh so we get a ubi yeah but it it, it takes like world war three to get there and like i mean but that's how it's gonna have to happen yeah i mean even even a pacifist like stimulus checks were technically 
Ubisoft because it was UBI, yeah. but I, I, I don't genuinely, know I, no, I'm sorry, I had to interrupt you because I felt like that was very appropriate. I I do low key think that that there's one of the dead French dudes uh, had this point that like if you give people enough liberty, give them a fish. Well, no, if you give them enough liberty, they're not going to fight for more because they're going to think they won. Oh yeah. But if you give them too little, they're never going to stop fighting for it. Because this, there's never enough. That's why Hunger Games doesn't make sense to me. I'm yeah, like, those people, people would have rioted a lot sooner. You have people starving. Oh, They're the government has something. guns. Yeah, so will I. I will make some explosives. Get yeah, the fuck I'm out sorry, of my head. No, no, you're fine. I'm just saying, you're making me think of things. I was just watching Chomsky, of course. Um, he was talking about manufacturing consent, of course. And he's like, well, yeah, because we, then we talk about uh, fabricating consumers. You know, we, we distract the populace by giving them stuff that we make them think they need. And so, like, Chomsky's like, well, think of, like, teenage girls. You know, they... Uh, oh, they I can't wait. What their hobbies are they go to the shopping mall and i'm like chelsea's really out here saying women do be shopping like <laughs> so you know he signed that letter to defend jk rowling yeah oh yeah also do you know margaret atwood atwood is pretty turfy too yeah i don't know who that is that's the lady wrote handmaid's tale <laughs> which is oh. about Wait. Yeah. Oh, you can be a feminist, but also not acknowledge yeah. trans. That's yet. what that is. Yeah. What that is exactly what yeah. 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 feminist. You think you're a feminist, right? Well, it's. I, I think. I think it's one of those labeling problems where I think like if we. If we called it saying, hey, I'm an intersectionalist, then you you kind of like this is my theory. This is your mini recyclables inside your episode is oh, like, gosh. I know, I'm sorry. But if you, if you refer to <laughs> so it as something awesome. like intersectionalist or, or something like that, then you don't have a specific camp. Like I it's oh, hard. Yeah. It's 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 difficult to get people to say they're anti or they're pro black. It's even harder to get people to say they're anti-white because of what those concepts are to people inside but of intersectional. them. Intersectional, yeah. Like, well, and, but I mean, and feminism is the same way. Was my point? Yeah. Is it's easy to be like, I define women this way and only this way, and you're you're not doing a feminism. Yeah, you're definitely not doing an intersectional. You might be doing a feminism. Yeah, exactly. I think that would be the way to describe it. Is that Margaret Atwood, unfortunately, is not an intersectional feminist. She focuses on a lot of the issues that women suffer and. The Handmaid's Tale series is called, I think it's speculative fiction. Yeah. Because she took stuff that's happening everywhere and it's been happening forever and then pulled it all together and made this dystopic future. Mm -hmm. So it's like stuff that's already happening, but she's putting it all together. Um, And like, it's really interesting because I stopped watching the show after a couple seasons. I read the book in high school. I do need to reread it. Not because I think it's amazing by any means, but I do think it it would do me some justice to revisit it. but uh, the show, it's just like June's character is really weird. Like the main character, because like she ends up being the handmaid to this family, and it's like she's is handmaid just baby but that's all. Yeah. So okay. so in this society, people are unable to have babies. Like fertility rates are just plummeting, and so if you are someone with and and there's also this huge movement of like you know what we're dealing with now of women belong in the house men have their roles a lot of like mm-hmm. fundamentalist christian shit and so that converges and what they decide is that women need to lose all their rights and we need to start treating them like livestock more or less so rich people rich people who can't have babies they get to bring a brooding woman into the house she lays behind the brooding woman. The brooding woman's there. Dude's fucking. So that it's not him cheating. 
So there's like this whole ritual around it, everything. So it's just a really depressing it's, story. It's, it's uncomfortable that like what sounds like a good time is always ruined by, by yeah. weird people. Like, yeah. what could be a great thing? And honestly, a lot of people are cautioning how we're talking about Handmaid's Tale, especially in regards to Roe v. Wade being overturned. I think there's just a lot of white women out there who really cannot pull their heads out of their asses and just like not just go to this like hysterical moment and not and like also just make it dramatic. Because like, yes, it is serious. It's really fucked up, but. It was happening this entire time, and we weren't paying attention because it wasn't happening to us. And that's the frustrating part for me. That's my recyclable moment. No, that's good. (laughs) Do you you get get an applause button? Do Uh, do we get one of those? Or like a... Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're supposed to get one of those. Oh, that's... No, that's a different one. No, we're not doing that right now. What one is it? It's Alaska Man. Nah. I forgot that you made that. Thanks, Carol. How many of those do you have? It allows you have four? four. It allows me to have four. Um, yeah, I did buy a shitty, uh, like, made in China. More buttons. More buttons thing with some built-in sound effects that were just god-awful. And the whole machine, like, makes a buzz when it's plugged in. No. That's funny. That was funny. But it did make Chelsea sound like an Alvin and the Chipmunks character for a good 20 minutes. And that, to me, was worth the 10 bucks. No, that's... Beautiful. So, Pat has... I just wanted to bring it back to what we were talking about. You have a vasectomy. Yeah. What are your plans? I still date a woman that is already uh, snipped, so... Well, I mean, do you think it would be a good idea in case, like, just in case? Oh, yeah. I mean, in would general... Would you want to do it? Yeah. Do, are I'm you not... Think, are you more motivated to do it, maybe, at this point? No, because I don't have plans to be with other people. Well, that's fair. So, she so... had a hysterectomy? Yeah. Fuck yeah, I'm so jealous. Oh, my God. That sounds amazing. Like, she's, she's set. But it's also, it's also got weird side effects too from what i hear because you're removing an organ so your body's well, a little so it depends. like it depends on what you're taking out yeah like if you're just taking out the uterus like i honestly think that doesn't really cause any problems it's if you remove the ovaries because then you have to do a hormone replacement okay gotcha so like you can leave the ovaries they can pull the other stuff out and i've watched that procedure it does not look that hard i'm not i'm not a doctor so i'm probably full of shit <laughs> but like I have to get blown up like a balloon and up my asshole to make sure I don't have cancer. So I'm risking myself every five years. Yeah. I think I should also be able to be like, can I have a hysterectomy, please? Right. I do not want babies. I don't want to even worry about the idea of a baby. I, I want you to take away my oven. <laughs> like, why can't I turn in my fucking badge and gun? Seriously. Points. <laughs> turn in so your badge, you, Cordy's gun. Do you it's want Cordy's dick. Sorry, Charlie. I know I'm getting deep. Oh, you. you did this every time. I, I knew it was coming. I'm so rude. I, I feel like I'm rude, and I'm sorry. No, it's fine. I just no. Nobody asked me these questions, so I've never prepared for. No, it's welcome you. to recyclables. <laughs> I don't really think I want kids, but at the same time, I haven't been with anyone uh, who's who sparked well, that interest in you. I haven't had sex with anybody in seven years. Eight years oh, okay, so fair I, enough. At this point, I'm like, eh. so it's just dust in there, right? <laughs> well, that, yeah. But I'm like, I don't think I'm going to be with anybody. Is it, is it, if I may ask, is it a choice or just situation keeps, because like, I I guess I'm always like, well, sex workers exist, but like, I know not everyone thinks like me. So I'm like, (laughs) so I'm like, fair. Well, it's like at this point, like, 
But I also know a lot of people who are like asexual or aromantic and they're or like, they're, it's not a big, not everyone wants to get laid as much as I do. Well, like, demisexuality <laughs> is a good thing to talk about too, where it's like, you can't have sex with someone unless you are comfortable and connected with that's them. That's kind so, of where I've been. Like that. Yeah. And that's, that's kind of what I've tried to explore in the last couple of years. I was like, I'll, I'll form attachments with people at work or you know, that I know, but um, it's like, okay, I just, you know, I don't want to. You don't want shit where you eat. Exactly. And Especially because you don't know how it's going to end up. Yeah. So that's kind of like. But then, yeah, it's just like, I don't. I, that's why I like taking. Reason, I, I will say it, this you're going to be much more marketable. Exactly. <laughs> I'm just saying, I, honestly, yeah. if I were a single person right now, I would be like, who, who snipped? Cause that's all yeah. I want now. That's all I want. Yeah. Cause like I, 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 I don't even want to worry about. It. And uh, you you said it's a pretty easy procedure. Yeah, it was pretty easy. Pretty. Have we talked about it on our show? Okay, or but how exp- like cost is a so problem? I worry about. So you have insurance. Not good ones right now. Look look into it. Another important I didn't thing pay is always to call, like, reach out to Planned Parenthood because Planned Parenthood places they will offer that procedure. It's an inpatient and they have or whatever. A that lot is. of sliding scale stuff going on. Also, and like, how great I work would it from be, home, so I just sit around anyway. But how great would it be to have a fundraiser for a sec? Or a bunch. A bunch oh my god, you guys! I think we know what our next show should be for. Yeah. What that a vasectomy oh clinic? God. So, like, obviously, raise like maybe we could do half and half. Half goes to like Northwest Abortion Access Fund, and then the other half goes to. Uh, there's got to be some organization, and if not, we'll yeah. figure it out. What I mean, mean, there are comedians that need to get snipped. Oh, I could name all. I mean, I, I show me a, <laughs> a lineup, and I'm just like, yes, yeah. every single one of them. Not, not, no, not who do you want unit. snipped? Who wants? No, we're not doing mm-hmm. force. Sorry, that's Gosh. not our team. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just really mad, and there's some comics. I don't. I hope yeah. no, no one comes it's out. It's just. Of them. It's just. I recently finished the disability no, know, history of the United States, okay. and it turns out okay. we did that to a lot of people. Hundreds yeah, of thousands. I'm just millions. saying, you really want to have kids? <laughs> I don't want half the comics that have kids. I don't want to have a kid. I love my kid. He has made me who right I am. Now, but do you want kids? I was like, wait. Did I just learn something about? Kids? Just as an individual, like just annoys me. I mean, he's definitely a strange human being. Also, he's the kind of person that if a woman says something vaguely sexual, he takes that as a cue to turn the conversation as sexual as humanly possible. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I will say this about somebody I like. Like, I don't want Anthony Robinson to have kids. Like, just like he's a great guy. I think he'd make a pretty decent dad. I don't think he needs to have kids inflicted on his life. Like, yeah. But I also think like Maybe cleaned up his act in the last few years, but I've definitely not. And like he's walked people with child molester jokes at my mic before. Wow. Yeah. Oh. So now can we cut that part out? I'm sorry. I'm talking. Out. I mean, probably not. All right. I, I if you send it to me, or you can you just bleep his name? Sure. Yeah. Bleep his name. That's a better way to do it. He. I don't think I don't he'll know. know. I don't have a live bleeper. I'm sorry. One of the be- best Kenneth episodes on 30 Rock when he has to do live bleeping. Oh my god. Oh. I don't know. Kenneth, I love the episode when he has to therapize Donaghy because Donaghy was yeah. therapizing uh, Liz and then Donaghy breaks him because he says pig. <laughs> and then he thinks of his mother pig. <laughs> then, so he takes on the trauma and he has to pass it on to someone else. And it's just Yeah, who does who does who therapizes him? Or does he do it to himself? 
I, no, I thought it was uh, maybe Tracy or something. Or maybe it was Donahue does it. No. So Liz breaks Jack, uh, uh, breaks Kenneth, and then Kenneth breaks Donahue. Oh, that's oh, that's because right. Kenneth is talking about the mother pig, and then Donahue is sad about his mom. That's right. Oh, and that's uh, 30 Rock? Yeah. Uh, it's been almost a year since uh, Alec Baldwin killed someone. That is true. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. Yeah. 365 days. Good job. How wild that he's like, yeah, but like, none of this is my fault. Oh, hey, at least so... he didn't do what the guy who directed the X-Files movie did at the funeral of the people he killed. So, Twilight Zone movie. Yes. Have you heard about this? No. So the dude who made the Twilight Zone movie, what's his name? Oh, Some douchebag. But um, it's a behind the bastards episode. It's a behind the bastard episode. He um he wants the Vietnam scene he's doing so realistic. So he has like real helicopters, real explosions, and he has two little kids on set, which kids are not supposed to be around any of that stuff or filming at night. And this is this isn't a whole movie. This, this is, is just part of it. Like it was a segment movie. He's doing he's doing one segment. <laughs> Of this, <laughs> and he keeps on making this helicopter pilot do more and more dangerous stuff. And the, the second to last take, he said, uh, "The dude's like, this is really scary. I don't think we should." So he's like, "Not nah, do one more. It's gonna be fine." And then he threw in even more explosions, threw that guy up, chopped one of the kids in half, and then killed the like killed the dude and the the the, the pilot guy and the other kid. Oh. And then shows up at the funerals. To say that the like helicopter pilot guy would would have been happy to, that the movie made and that he died in the process, like he would have been proud. It was one of the most dodgy wow. movies. Too. Yeah, I, yeah. I like Twilight Zone as a movie you put on because it's bad. As well as I also like Creep Show for that effect, oh, where you're like, this is this is just fucking. I can have popcorn and soda. Like so, fuck yeah. yeah. No, I don't. I don't think he's right. That's fucking. <laughs> Isn't that wild? But yeah, like you know, people do that shit. You know, like another example of that. I just watched today. I depressed the shit out of myself. There's a new Netflix show called like, it's not sex lies and videotapes, but it's like the Don't internet sex and robots. Not that one. Wait, it's is new... it the one about like the kid who did all the swatting and stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so it's oh. all about like the alt-right. And so like Gamergate to oh. alt-right to that. And this kid just sends SWAT teams all, and he's and like then, so proud of it. And then one of the SWAT things, eventually the police do what police do, and, and they, they kill a person, and they killed one of the people that could have been the hostage. But this kid gets like 15 years because he has domestic terror. the cops didn't get who shot the person. Yeah. No. The kid who gave the address, the kid who, I, I think even the kid who like started the fight serves time, but the cops did. But the I kid, mean, I'm glad they all served time too, but I wish the cops had served time as well. But the fucking kid is an absolute, I, I, sorry, I shouldn't say it that way, but the kid just is seems utterly unrepentant and it's like, yeah, it's not my fault. No, he's a fucking weasel. Like, he's like, it's I, a really interesting documentary so far. It's, it's, the cops did pressing. it, not me. Like, like, yeah, I did, the cops did it. And the cops are like, fault. and the cops are fault. like, it's not our fault because he called us. We just did what we were trained to do. And it's you, like, you, oh, a door, a person opened a door and had their hands up and you shot them. I had to, I had to, I like, how you. is that doing your job? And it's, it's extra awkward because it like starts off as a kind of like, oh, okay, we're going to talk about swatting. That's cool. That's cool. Fucking murder. Of course, murder. You're like, like, you're like, you, you start off the thing thinking they're not going to address policing. And then they're like, no, we're going to address policing, but we will not warn you murder. And so yeah. like in the middle of the next episode, I'm making breakfast. And then like, I try to watch the third episode and it's this chick 
who like is just kind of drifts into the alt right and is like, oh shit, I'm in, I'm in deep, right? And like her journey and stuff. But the entire time, it's just like all of these terrible, sad things. I'm like trying to eat eggs and potatoes. I'm like, fuck, I can't do that. Like it's so wild to me that the pipeline to the alt right is not just conservative. It's also like crunchy granola types. Yeah. Help wellness culture is fucking fascist. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that makes sense. Wow. You gotta be a special kind of delusional to go ahead and go with, like, goop and whatever. Yeah. Oh my god. Goop is wild. Goop is... Oh. I was just on goop There's... last night on Twitch. We were strolling through. It was pretty funny. <laughs> so, I, so mad. Before I forget, my favorite scene, though, in that thing is when, I guess, Lady is dating... A, she's dating this dude and he gets, like, real tense and they're having a conversation and he's like... <sighs> I'm a fascist, and if you can't deal with it, we can't be together. And I was like, "Holy shit!" Because I was looking at my friend, and I was like, "I'm vaguely leftist, maybe an anarchist. I kind of believe in socialism, and if you can't deal with that, well, like, I guess I'm fine." Like, did you still want eggs? Because <laughs> you're funnier than they are. Wait, have you guys watched Stranger Things yet? Yeah. No. Okay. I don't think I'm going to spoil anything, but that guy at the end is going on his tirade about how bad his parents are. And, you yeah. know, we've seen all these fucking mutilated kids right before that yeah. and finally put all the pieces together is why it happened. And I'm like, I had taken a gummy, so I was really fucking high. So I'm having a couple panic attacks already. I can just, I ride through them. I'm like, my body is fully shaking and I'm just extremely overwhelmed. But I'm watching TV and I'm high and it's okay. <laughs> and so we get to that scene and he's like, and they were just so fucking awful. I pause and I look at Corey and I'm like, can we make up reasons that his parents were bad that are not bad at all? <laughs> so would you like to make up a reason? A reason that his parents were bad or not bad at all. So what you're saying is, well... My example was they never rewind their VHS tapes before they return them to the video <laughs> okay, store. Yeah. They have overdue library books. Mm, you're copycatting me. Yeah, I am. I am. <laughs> well, because I was like, my original thought was... a more boring version of it. I know. Because I'm smarter. <laughs> <laughs> no but is 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 made him eat all his vegetables is that because that's good parenting but like oh well you remember when that fucking who was the dude who shot up the sorority oh God. you know and he did like the video in his car and he was all whiny and stuff so, so Stephen Molyneux that white now. supremacist up in Canada did a video about his manifesto and like in this kid's manifesto he's like my parents made me go to camp when I didn't want to <laughs> oh yeah, like, yeah listening all full of shit it's like oh you had a normal childhood where you didn't get to do some of the things you wanted to and yeah you probably were traumatized but this doesn't look anything like a reason to murder a bunch of people. How many, pardon me, sir, how many How many times were you kidnapped as collateral for drugs or whatever? Like, how many of those do you have? Yeah, how many of your, like, main oh, uh, cultural centers have been firebombed by the government, you know? Yeah, yeah. how many times have you been kidnapped? At least once that I know of. But I only... Have we but do you have a vague suspicion that there's a few more? I wouldn't be sorry. Well, like, I... I have an agreement with my therapist where like there's a lot of stuff I don't remember and I don't need to remember because yeah, we can just that. assume it's the worst. But like I didn't know about the kidnapping thing because I I went to visit my dad and was like, hey, I want to go swimming where we go swimming when I was a kid uh, with Uncle Dave. And he's like, I don't know where Dave took you when he kidnapped you. And <laughs> I was like, 
Could you rewind a bit? Because I didn't even know like that was a kidnapping. I just thought I was hanging out with Uncle Dave and his kids. And he was Which like, is no. exactly what you would want your kidnapping to believe. Yes. And he was like, yeah, no, we just owed Dave a bunch of money. I think it was Dave, but whatever. Like, we owed him a bunch of money and he picked you up until we could get it. And I, like, it's extra weird to me in hindsight. It just occurred to me. They, they went out to a quarry in a time before cell phones, which meant somebody had to like wait by a payphone. Like there was, yep. there was a quarters exchanged for my custody. Oh my God. Nevertheless, he doesn't remember where was that. Was this before state quarters? Yes, this was before he went to prison. And uh, <laughs> I come back, I was visiting him. He's dead now, but I, I got, He's dead now. thank God. But I asked my mom about it when we still talked and there's, she's like, you were never kidnapped. Oh, oh, yeah, I forgot about, I totally forgot you were kidnapped. And I was like, you guys How wonder, fucking you, guys, this? you guys wonder why I might have issues with you. My, like, I'm glad he's dead and we don't talk. Maybe. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, like here, I, as a personal example on the other end of that, one time while my son was with his mom, his house caught fire. Oh. I don't always remember that. But I've never forgotten that he lived through a house fire. And I wasn't even fucking there. Yeah. Right. I have a friend who had to have, like, intestinal surgery. And her mom lied to her and said that that didn't happen. That's terrifying. Just imagine. And, like, she was really little. So she has, like, some memories of it. But then later on, like, her mom lies something. So she's like, what the fuck? It's like, that's, yeah, I need to know that. It's, it's really wild. Well, like. I wa- I'm on TikTok all the time. It's a problem. But like I was watching, I was watching where like people talk about how like their parents will tell them they're allergic to things or they can't eat things. And then later on, they're like, I can eat these things. Like, oh, well, I just didn't want to get fat. Uh, yeah. And it's just like, well, you go to hell. There's, there's a, I didn't eat cheese for 18 years. That would be me. I would, yeah, I would go on a rampage. We, I talk about it in therapy a lot with my therapist because I constantly worry about being a good dad or at least being a good like guy in charge of a, another human being's journey, whatever. But like, we, I've kind of come to the conclusion that a actual part of being a good parent is that like you, you have to let them teach you stuff too. Like you can't be yeah. God. You, you have, have to, to be, you have to be willing to take feedback. And so much, so much of parenting is like, I'm the sovereign. You're, you're an object until you're your own object or until you're your own yeah. thing. But even then you kind of still owe me. Cause like I made you and like, I, I, I know part I of, ask for that. yeah. And that's, that's, that's always been my philosophy yeah. is like, I didn't want to be born. I, I, I would like nothingness. Nothingness sounds real easy. Like it sounds real comfy. <laughs> yeah. I'll bet you nothingness is back. Doesn't hurt. <laughs> well, and like for me, it's like, regardless of if I want to be here now, I didn't ask to be here and you can't, you, you cannot act like birthing a helpless being and giving it a home is something that you have to you receive you should receive repayment for yeah, like, every year on a specific day <laughs> do you get a, do you get a text from people why didn't they get a call oh no no they know why they don't get calls and the 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 other which is i don't talk to my mom and it's uh a, it's not because i don't like 
a lot of people will be like, oh, because you hate her. And it's like, no, I love her. But she's kind of always in crisis. And anytime I'm around her, she's like, oh, you can save me from this crisis. And I'm like, ah, ah you put me in a permanent state of crisis first. So I kind of got to deal with mine. I love you. I can't let you ruin my life. So we yeah. have to do we have to have boundaries here. And we have to have certain rules. <laughs> and so my brother called me for her on like the day before Father's Day to be like, she really wants to talk to you. And I was like, I understand. I understand, I dude. Her. Yeah, and like, do you not understand how extra fucked up it is that she's like bringing you into using this you to, to fuck with me because she won't. And the and the main thing is like, if if she could just respect the boundaries of like, no, I just need time to get my life in order. Like when when I can pay rent on time, like when I can pay rent, when I can take care of myself, I'll talk to you because then I can help you. Yeah. But right now I cannot help you. And that's what you want from yeah, me. Yeah. Hierarchy of needs here. And it's, yeah. and it's, but it's, it's the opposite. It's, it, it was a weird thing one. to get the opposite of like my mom called to add, like my mom was trying to get permission to call me on father's day, which I was like, really Oh, how the wheel has turned. <laughs> Well, here's something kind of wild that I've realized. I thought when I moved out here, it was to get away from my mom and dad, you know, just put some, like, I mean, that wasn't the only reason, but I knew that, that I felt like that was something that was going to help our relationship. But like, I don't think there was any problem with our relationship. It was like, oh, you just didn't want to be around your sisters anymore. Got it. And I, so like, that's the realization I'm coming to. Cause it's like, I've always loved my parents and I've wanted them like in my lives, but like their kids suck. Yeah. You know, my I told my mom I was like I don't want to go to the family reunion because I don't feel welcome. Like I don't feel like two of your children want me there, and that they're not going to talk to me. Like they're going to talk to me in a way that's going to make me want to just go cry in the tent, which is a lot of what I did last time. And I was like, well, they do that to me too. And I'm like, then why are you wanting me to go through this? Because I went. Then don't invite them. Oh, it's at <laughs> cabin and ceiling. Mm. So like the main sister who hates me, the sister who told me. When I, when I told her I had an abortion, she said, you know, I wanted to have more kids, right? And? She had had a hysterectomy and she was assuming I was throwing away her chance to have another baby because I didn't birth my ex-boyfriend's baby that I was blackout drinking while we got pregnant. People are crazy. Yeah. yeah. I, I, so, definitely my first thought was, you know, I'm going to save this one. I know someone who's going to use this. You know, I yeah, because that's what human lives are. They're just objects you can transfer that won't mess with a kid to be. I, I like that Chris had the same reaction as me is like, just, just don't invite them like or just don't go like. Just, I know, yeah. I'm not, no, I'm not yeah. going. Yeah. And like I put it I, I like, I mean, I kept on initially I said I couldn't afford it. And then my mom and dad called. They're like, we can pay for you. And I'm like, OK. Oh, well, let me rephrase. Let me rephrase. No, I don't want to be around them. <laughs> yeah. Like so grandma died. Uh, at the end of May and I didn't go to the funeral yeah. because I mean that's my dad's mom and I understand that he has a whole grieving process that he needs to go through and that he will be at that temple and that if I get into a, a fight at the temple my grandma in her next life will be very disappointed in me yeah that's a, that's the thing with family is that people have seem to think that genetic lottery means relationship compatibility. Yeah. I mean, I'm not even related to my dad. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. He's my stepdad technically, but like we met when I was three and he's the guy but who even, was but there. Yeah, I guess 
genetics and also just like family connections. Yeah. Just because someone's a part of your family doesn't mean that they care about you or love you or want the best for you. Well, because we're, yeah. I think it's it's that sunk cost fallacy bullshit where we're like, <laughs> well, I've known you for 10 years, ergo. Like I've had some falling out with friends in the last, especially during COVID times and shit where I'm like, you know, I can't, I can't do friendship with you because we're just not compatible. Like we're not, you're not gonna. This just doesn't work. Yeah. I, I had to tell him, Pat, let's try one more time. Uh, yeah. And it turns out I was the problem as usual. Oh, yeah. yeah. I know that feel. He was the problem. <laughs> that is the beauty of sorry, just my, it's my favorite thing in life is that like I'm very willing to be like, oh no, it was my fault. I'm it's I'm, my it's my immediate knee-jerk reaction. Like yeah. when <laughs> like when my neighbor slammed the door in my face and was like because I was trying to tell him to turn down his music. And he was like, yeah, because well, I was stressing out my cats. He's like, well, I have kids. And he slammed the door in my face. But like my first thought before he slammed the door was, oh, no, what am I doing that's upsetting your kids? Yeah. Please tell me so I can fix it. And then I went, oh, wait, no, oh, that's no. not what happened here. That's not what he meant. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's pointing out that not only does he not care about your cats, he really doesn't care about his kids. As we found out. Yeah. Fun question. If I am filing police reports about these things, am I supposed to be talking about them on a podcast? Is that a thing I don't This do? can all just be hypothetical. Yeah, this is... Yeah, yeah no, probably, I would I would argue not if you're going to edit it out just in case. Like, unless you're going to edit stuff, I would... If you're, if you're pending a legal thing, you don't want to... Since I worry about the kid and my brain is... Did you file an actual police report? Oh, yeah. Cops are involved. We've talked to CPS twice now. Then it should be fine, yeah. Okay. I mean, I think the only way it would be bad is if, like, you... If if there were charges, like, against you or it was, like, a specific conflict between the two. You're just reporting like It's not like we're doxing this guy. We haven't mentioned our address. We don't know his name. We're like... Go ahead, sorry. So, like, one twenty in the morning... I'm on my way up to bed and I hear the most god-awful noise. And I'm like, is is that the new neighbor's dog? What the fuck is happening? And there is a small child just, like, holding on to the railing and, like, shaking and, like, sobbing. And I'm like, what the fuck? Okay, fine. Well, no. So Chelsea went out there because... Uh, yeah, bad to have adult men talk to other people's kids. Not because there's well, anything bad about it, but also because I'm not okay in these moments. Yeah, no, honestly, he, yeah. I'm. So uh, I'm inside trying to figure out how to call non-emergency because in my head this is still non-emergency. And after trying that for like ten minutes, I go, "Okay, well, obviously it's not. <laughs> Nothing in this phone tree is giving me what I need." And yeah. so yeah, I go to nine one one, and they're like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna send somebody out." I was like, "Oh cool, I did this right then. Thanks." Good. Uh, and yeah, yeah. and like an hour later, the cops show up. They, it took them an hour to show. They're on strike I'll now. Be honest, oh, yeah. This an hour was pretty good time for, in my book, from what I've seen for cops' response. Yeah. So well, that's just wild to me. I, but again, I haven't really had to interact with cops a lot. Like that's a whole thing. But there's like there's a lot of talk that like basically like well, if you guys want to take away our money, like we just won't do our jobs. You have yeah. so much money. I know. No, but so here, much money. Here, here's the fucked up part. Back here that you just said, they get 
scammed by their unions and by like all this other bullshit uh, where like they're not really better than like middle middle make class more money yeah but they earn a lot more money than i do correct yeah. but they're, they they just they, oh, it's, sorry it's it's, it's a beautiful okay. thing oh, yeah. where like they have all the things a person would need but then because they're corrupt their versions of it are corrupt and it's like <laughs> like worker solidarity for you murder all right sorry anyway google yeah. lasd gangs everybody google. oh just yeah i've been learning a lot about that and the bends and their badges and shit yeah oh, every time the, they kill someone they put a the notch in their badge Los Angeles uh, oh, nobody Jinx. watched the fucking shield did like no. nobody did, ev- did did everyone like I, I watched was it was a cop show yeah, yeah. And I don't watch cop shows see I never would it, it, that's it, not true we're watching Law and Order SVU well, a lot so lately. I watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine because Brooklyn Nine-Nine is hilarious sure. unfortunately yes. it's copaganda but it is funny yeah. and I watched a fuck ton of Law and Order as a kid <sighs> but like actual cop drama shit no. I don't fucking like that I stuff. didn't I watched it because it's, it's supposed to be about dirty cops and so oh that's nice because that's all of them yeah and that's kind of the, that's kind of the <laughs> how it goes and that's that's kind of the premise where like the gang task force is basically a gang itself the the, the, the there's like one good detective out of like 15 characters like i the think outlier. she uh, CCH yeah, Pounder. And like, then she's and, dead. Oh, yeah, and then, and, oh, yeah, I, did, she, I forgot she passed away, didn't she? Oh, I was guessing. No, no, she lives to the end, but she does get cancer or lupus or something at some point. And then, they, lupus. They, it's they, always lupus. I can't remember I if they, it's never lupus. I can't remember if they one time. did it or if it was, was a gag they wanted to do, but they were going to suggest that one of the homicide detectives was also a serial killer. Like, and the captain is actually a politician who, like, just gets the job to run for mayor and has a whole thing but there's there's just tons of they they have asset search and seizure in like the second season where they realize oh if we like that guy's car we can pull him over and impound it and now it's police property and we can use that to do police investigations because we're yeah. we're, the, we're the police anyway yeah. sorry so they knock on the door like solid cop knock you know for like 10 seconds and then they wait for like two minutes and then they leave and then they call me to ask questions awesome I know that's not fun but it's about all you guys can do for those kids well like the part that always sucks about that is like because you want to help the kid like I know I know the cops aren't the answer like I wish we could just like no but they're what I can do right they're now they're all you can yeah. do because I'm not allowed to just take a child yeah, yeah. well no it's a, it's a similar it's, I'm not Batman unfortunately it's about our our most recent of times with covid and like trans rights and women's rights and fucking every right black people all of it yeah it's just that it's like there is so much of us feeling like this and my frustration is how much solutions other people like my frustration as a person with disability issues is like how much solution other people have as at the same time that i'm frustrated with like so you're saying like be as someone with a disability you have more limitations to solving your problems on that. No, no, no. I'm just saying it's frustrating to me that it's like, I want to, I feel the same inclination as Chris to be like, I want to fucking help. Like, like you saw with my friend this past fucking week where it's like, I fucking wish I could just put you a person going through your episode on my couch. I wish we had the recyclables commune where you could just have a room and do your thing and we'll check on you. And once you're ready to get help, somebody will be here. We'll have somebody sit and talk with you. So you don't, you don't leave for 
fucking India or whatever. If we didn't all have fucking jobs, like, that took us away from our jobs 40 hour a week, we could have time for each other to do a lot of these things. Yeah. People could feel supported if they weren't fucking having to work all the time. There's a Fred Hampton quote, the dude, the Jesus and the Black Messiah guy, uh, where he's like, homeless people, like, we oftentimes talk about how people don't have jobs, and then we walk past homeless people, and it's like, no, that's your fucking job. Find that person a house, find them food, find them a way to fucking feel sane and safe and secure and then help them help the next person. That should be your fucking job, not Burger King or Plaid Pantry yeah. or fucking whatever. Okay, but I really like Whoppers, so. I mean. But then you can make them if you want. Yeah, there's no reason anyone can't make Whoppers still, but like. It would be nice if we it was a choice to make said whoppers instead of having to make said whoppers to exist. Yeah, Epicurus is his communist where he was like, because he said the greatest joy is to work at work you enjoy doing with people that you like. So he had these, these communes. They set up people just go and they could work on their craft, whatever that was, if you were into calligraphy, if you were into, say, beer making or cider making. And then the Christians came along and said, no, these are ours now. And we put monks in there to document yeah. the works of Jesus or whatever. And that's how monasteries began. There's these dudes called the Diggers in 16th... I'm sorry. Oh, go ahead. I mean to... No. Just all the things Charlie just said. That's all. Okay. The Catholic Church ruined everything. Ready to get even sadder in the English Civil War, which is like 1600 something, if I remember right. Yeah. There Charles are... the first. That's what it was. Charles the worst. Yeah. So, there, so <laughs> yeah, after... I think I blocked out all of my European history. <laughs> so after that, there's a point where... Um, they're, the the British don't have a king. They don't have a system. They're not sure what to do. But the problem is when the British... Oh, the Cromwell was in. Yeah, Cromwell comes along. He ends all that. But one of the groups he ends... <laughs> one of the groups he ends is called the Diggers. And the Diggers were proto-commune anarchists who were like, look, we can just farm and take care of each other. And like, we don't need to go to work because uh, because what happened was the Lord started privatizing the lands. They started being like, um, this is mine. And since you live here, you work on it. And I mean, I'm not saying you're mine, but everything on the land is mine. <laughs> so on my land. Like, OK, but here's what I hate the most, though. You know, those people, the people you're talking about right murdered. now. All rounded up and fucking executed. Okay. Also bad. But what pisses me off more than that, because I'm selfish, is that they worked less than I do. Oh, yeah. that makes me so mad. Oh, whenever I realize <laughs> that someone more comfortable than me is working less, I'm like, and like, not because like, like if you, if you have a disability and you can't fucking work, that's great. But if like, you just get to fucking coast in life and you don't have to have a 40 hour week job and you don't have to figure shit out. I'm like, go like, fuck yourself. No, like peasants literally worked 25 hours a week <sighs> and got like six weeks off a year. Yeah. Cause you just had to do a thing. There, yeah, there's these days. Yeah. There's a there's, work parties were fucking great. I, I just talked to a friend about this cause I had a post like where feast day though. I'm hungry. <laughs> Not man. Pretty. We should have a feast day. Some, but like, feast day for vasectomies. Ooh. 
before we get too far off the topic, I do want to, anyone who's interested in some of that, uh, like anarchy stuff that I was talking about specifically, I was just recommending to another friend, a book called the conquest of bread. It's vaguely short. It's kind of poetic, that bread. uh, but it's, it's by this dude who used to be like a Russian, uh, monarch in like the 18, whatever, <gasps> but now he's I a slow monarch this. in the 18, whatever, <laughs> but now he's like an anarchist. Oh, he's dead now. <laughs> like he was an anarchist in like the early 1900s. And he wrote this book, basically like a kind of, uh, an idea for what could happen if, if we kind of lived communally and lived more in that way, but still with modernity, because we have all the tools to automate like so much shit. I know. And like so much shit, so much like the one of the many things that pisses me off about the police is like they exist because we insist crime exists because we exist insist like need and want exist right and if you get rid of need and want then you're gonna have way less crime and we do that you get rid of the cops and the cops don't hear oh everyone has everything nice they hear you get rid of the cops and that's what we are so like we don't right. want that well, we're not gonna go do a different job. I want a badge and a gun, and I want no accountability. I want to shoot black people. I want to shoot that. anyone that I want. <laughs> Here's the fucked up part, though. It is true, though. I want to be scared shitless and think the only way to abolish that fear is murder. Like that's but that's not all of it's scared shitless. Some of this is like with the yeah, gangs yeah. he's talking about. Yeah, yeah. That's targeted. And yeah. So my friend. Yeah. Uh, he was like uh, auxiliary police in the Bitterroot Valley in Montana. And like, he was kind of interested in a career. He's like, I don't know, maybe we'll see. Well, then he realized they would start playing games like, all right, the first person to uh, pull over this many cars of this kind. You know what I mean? I know that's pretty neutral, but it's like, but, uh, okay, so you have months. that stop. Yeah. Um, you And then something happens in that stop and then they get spooked. So it's like you have this targeted, I want to harass people. And then you have this, I'm a scared man, baby, who doesn't ever want to challenge me. And then you have them come together and then we just have a bunch of murders. Yes, because you, you always assume everyone is as worse or as awful well, as, you as you are. Yeah. And so like, that's why it's hard for me sometimes to deal with shitty people because I'm like, I'm even nice to the people I hate the most. So I'm like, I, I want to stab you, but do you want some morphine first? This is going to be really bad. Like, whereas like cops are like, well, I'm, I, I shoot people that scare me. Therefore everyone else must be willing to cap people that scare me. Cap. Cause I'm, I genuinely don't think I can. Oh, I'm hard just thinking about it. I can imagine punching someone, but I can't really imagine shooting someone. Yeah. That's Have just you so never final. punched someone? Um, I know, like, punch people in the shoulders and stuff like that, but I've never really been in a fight with anyone other than a family member, and that was when I was, like, 14. Yeah. I don't really get... Phys oh, I did get drunk and get into a wrestling match with someone. It was on purpose, but then I guess I took it too far, and I kicked her in the neck a bunch, and I feel really bad about it. Mm. I'm, I don't want to hurt people. Like, I... And, and also, like, in those situations, I shrink. I def... Because I, I don't have a fight or a flight. I have a freeze. Yeah. I'm a freezer. I, but I have a bunch of internal... I think I suppress a lot of stuff. A lot of your rage? Oh, I have that rage in there. I just don't want it to hurt anyone. Yeah. I've been punched Except out. Except for Mitch uh, But I can't I was going to say, I decided that channeling it was the way to go. I just don't know what... Like, I channel into some things, but yeah, some of it just sits there. Where the fuck have you been this whole time, Harriet? Oh, God. She's going to say something racist. We've been too nice. Who, uh, John Hinckley, she wrote him love letters. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's crazy. I like that meme about how, like, John Hinckley spends like 40 years in prison and he comes out and everyone's like, it's just too bad you missed. Like, it's just the guy who shot Lincoln. Yeah, the guy who shot Lincoln. Yeah, when Will Spooth got out of jail, that was crazy. They were like, 
or uh, or who? Uh, yeah, Troy. I've been. There's a running gag on uh, Behind the Bastards. Robert Evans keeps on saying that Bernie Sanders assassinated JFK. (laughs) I mean, he's old enough, but does he have a motive? Yeah, I don't don't, know. It's just just like a nonsense thing that I think. Well, no, I I think it's just there's a lot of like weird conspiracy theories on the right all the time about like what people did and didn't do jfk's coming back guys yeah no junior 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 yeah it's important because jfk may be a little too liberal for some of those people exactly yeah (laughs) jfk jr just the right kind of flavor neolib i think he's like a more attractive don jr right did you know woody harrelson's right woody harrelson's dad uh, is in try? prison for trying to kill the Supreme Court yeah, judge. He was a, he was a Who did he try to kill? I can't remember which one. I, I don't even remember the fucking circumstances. Yeah, I didn't actually, know. that would be did very he uh, No, I don't think. I, oh, man. No, he was, he was, I think, arrested for conspiracy. Sorry, just a uh, brief aside, because the guy who was following Brett Kavanaugh, he called the cops on himself. I'm like, dude, how could you fuck up so bad? Why did he do that? Just, what did he say? He's just like, I'm going to kill Brett Kavanaugh. I'm outside oh, his house. Oh, my God. Uh, and, they, and then they, the Congress immediately voted to like, oh, we need to protect them more. Yeah, I just like. like so you know who we don't need to work, protect? Um, workers. We Shops. don't need to. We don't need to protect. Minorities. We don't need to expect cops to do their yeah, jobs yeah, yeah. and protect people. But we need to pay people to protect the Supreme Court justices for making rules for people that they say their opinion doesn't matter. Because you do know that was a part of the Roe v. Wade ruling. Fucking Alito, he was like. We do not make decisions based on a public opinion. Yeah, sure. Uh-huh. The, the, then what uh, the fuck is it from? Yeah. Charles Void Harrelson, who died uh, March 15th of 2007, was an American hitman and organized crime figure who was convicted of assassinating federal judge okay. John H. Wood Jr., the first federal judge to be assassinated in the 20th century. Why was he assassinated? Um, so we did win. <laughs> he did win. Yeah. He, he, Good for him. I mean, he won the kill, but then went to prison. Still wins. Uh, he and, won the battle, but lost the war. And in Woody Harrelson's I new mean, Netflix movie, win. he plays an assassin. <laughs> that would be weird. I, w- uh, I, I can't imagine that's a comfortable... Oh, he was hired by a drug dealer to kill the judge. Oh, that makes sense. I no. was... So, like, you know, there's a lot of, like, murdering um, abortion providers and stuff like that. So I was thinking maybe it was something like that. I show of hands, who thinks like I was looking that up while you guys were talking about who thinks the dude that called himself was an op and was just like, well, the the court's just like, well, we want protection. Here's, oh, like you think it was. Oh, like, I would not pass that. Flag. Like, like. I mean. I think I also, though, do not want to um, diminish the lack of planning skills of someone who's going to murder someone out of anger. Yeah, no, I can, yeah. I can say See, it might be somebody stuffing themselves. Leftists aren't as violent, so we don't plan <laughs> that shit out as well. Leftish. What? <laughs> what do you do? I... No, I would say on the whole. Like, I wouldn't say it's everything. Preparation I mean, age. It does feel good. Although, I would say that a lot of the people who are probably new to the left are less violent than a lot of the old guard left. Because yeah. I yeah, would say fair. old school left is, you know, like fucking anti-fascist, fucking sharks, like skinheads against yeah. uh, racial yeah. prejudice. Like 
those guys were really fucking violent. But then I think the Overton window went far enough that a lot of people felt safe enough that they thought we didn't need to do that anymore. Well, it's a, it's or at least white. And I mean, again, we are a bunch yeah. of white people talking about this. Well, it's like catch right through of like, well, we're white people in a super liberal city that like has a, a, a strong enough kind of leftist movement that's interconnected with itself that you have to kind of get into it to get into it. Like we're, I'm sure there's plenty of leftists who, who would be like, the fuck are those guys, but would welcome us. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think it's that thing about like Antifa only exists when there's the fa, right? Yeah. Like whenever so, people bitch about Antifa, I'm like, you know what you could do is get rid of the fascists, and the Antifa doesn't even need to be here. So yeah. when you get violent people on the left, there are people maybe like Chris or I who are like, I'm Chris is going to learn martial arts. I'm going to take therapy or whatever, and we're going to focus that instead of being like, this should be somebody else's problem. Yeah. Right. And I like I think I think that's the biggest distinction is that like leftish people are more willing to be like my anger and my violence are my responsibility. They're my problem yeah. and I need to do the right thing. Whereas people on the right are much more like, no, you made me angry, so it's your fault I hit you. Yeah. Like and then Yeah. There's I, not a lot of emotional intelligence on the right. No. And so I think that's the other the, than manipulative emotional intelligence. I think that's kind of the problem with like centrist liberals, moderates, whatever you want to call it, is just that it's like I think they don't know where the violence goes, if that makes sense. Like they're like, well, the cops exist and they're violent against the poor. So that must be what violence is. Because I have no no I live wibbly wobbly. Like yeah. I'm really glad I don't follow more dude comedians on Facebook because I would have been really mad about how many of them weren't saying anything about the Roe v. Wade thing or were saying things. I'm like, yeah, sure. You believe that. Sure. I, you believe that. I tried to keep it a little quiet because it's one of those things. It's like Juneteenth where it's like, it's not, it's not well, mine. No, but to... I think it is good for men to at least say where they're at yeah. on this and to be willing to like at least say where they're at. Or at least be just amplifying. Yeah. Just share a fucking of... meme from me. Yeah. Yeah. But like some of my friends are pretty like some of my friends are pretty fucking quiet about it. I'm like, this is not the time to be quiet. Yeah. And yeah. Honestly, there's never been a time for us to be quiet. But the we worst, each worst possible day. time. Do you think this leads to civil war? Because that's what I've been like. Everybody's <laughs> saying civil war. Well, I'm yeah, a lot of people are saying that the Supreme Court really blew it with this one. Because like this is what's well, wrong. Cause, especially like, the right because they said that they're to do anymore. Especially because they said they're coming for so many other things. Oh yeah. Well, and like that, that's the thing is like, everyone's like, well, now they're coming. So I was like, no, they were always coming for this. This, yeah. this, is this the, was just the flashpoint. Yeah. Thing. This is like the pinnacle of everything. Cause it, to me, this is like, they've, they've now, they had the Trump project. They got three fucking judges in and now it's, they're, they're, they're happy. Yeah. They're, they're, and now they're just they, going to keep stripping everything else away until yeah. we start throwing Molotov cocktails. Yeah. Guns, so, and so guns are not a state's right. Everybody had everybody yeah, in no, the country. Right. Yeah, everybody in the country is, is is has the right to just carry a gun all the time, which you know, arm. We're talking about violent leftists. Mark said to arm the well, military and I mean, so they can historically anytime gun control has been put in place, it's taken guns out of the hands of black people. Yeah, yeah, and other marginalized. Oh, oh, <laughs> quite sure. And then. Oh. Do you know that it used to be illegal for black people to own dogs? No, that fucked with me Wait, so what? hard. Yeah. At points in American history, it was illegal for black people to own dogs because they could use them to protect themselves against fucking lynch mobs. Oh, my God. And again, I will point out this thing that I love to point out, which is like 
mostly black people, like 99% of, of lynchings, black people. The, uh, that other one white percent is the people who were like, I, I stand with those folks. And like, I'm not saying that to be like, oh, what about us? But I'm saying that to be like, that's why it's important to actually work together and, 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 fucking find your friends and family and well, join it's like, altruism of, can also be selfish you can help people <laughs> because you know it will help you yeah one of the most frustrating discoveries for me was it's the end of june actually which is at the start of june was when the the tulsa massacre happened right. in whenever that was and one of the really eye-opening moments was oh uh, was just finding out how much of it was middle class how much of it was wealthy people how many poor people were just not helping like that was that was a big thing they were scared or stayed off. There's definitely poor people in the crowd. I'm not going to say that there wasn't fucking that, but part of the reason that all that shit got incited was poor whites were kind of seeing good results from Black Wall Street as well, because like black people weren't as racist as white people. So they're like, oh, oh yeah, I'll give you a job. Yeah. And they're not as classist because like the system is kind of new. You kind of have to have money to be classist and black people historically did not have money. And yeah. so like you start seeing black people do better and poor people do better. And the middle class have this. It, Freak the fuck out. Yeah. Because they're like, if, if you're middle class and we're middle class and they're rich, that must mean we're poor and they're rich and I can't have that. Like, I don't want to be rich, which is obviously evil, but poor sucks. So, sorry, you guys have to die for my fucking property to get so much property theft in that, too. That was, oh, sorry, sorry. Can we put this one on ours, too? Sure. Okay. I'll, I'll just send you the whole thing. I think that would be great. Yeah. Honestly. Uh, can we take a look? Power. Yeah. Do you guys want another drink? I would use the button now. Yep. That was part one, in case you couldn't tell. This is actually a two-parter. We're going to upload part one this week. You'll get part two next week. Uh, thank you for your patience. Musical clips come from Aesop Rock's The Blob, which you can get for free on Rhymesayers Entertainment. It's a great half hour. Until next time. that kind of spectacle sorry i thought you were like holding it a very serious thought no i'm trying to wait <laughs> i'm really sorry <laughs> but i was gonna add something too <laughs> i was gonna say thank you for picking up recyclables today donations to the Acast streaming service are of course always welcomed but the best way to support the show is by going to patreon.com forward slash recyclables and becoming a patron today if you can't do that, another great way is by liking, subscribing, sharing, rating, and reviewing the podcast on whatever podcast listening service you use. All right, thanks.